BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. It seems almost like a thing of the past, like a Cold War era relic where a Russian tries to defect and come to the United States because of persecution or safety concerns. But that's exactly the story that we're being told now about Viktor Kamenshikov, a leader in the Communist Party who was the deputy of the Vladivostok Duma or parliament in the administrative center of the Primorsky region in Russia's Far East. And I know he's not a name you've ever heard before. He's significant because when the Russian invasion began of Ukraine, he publicly opposed it. According to Kommersant, he said, I don't agree with the position of the party's leadership and its support of military operations in Ukraine and the use of Russian troops on the territory of a neighboring state. I'm against war in principle. I know you might not think that there could be any kind of pacifist strain in Russia or dissenting strain in Russia, but here's evidence to the contrary. Not only did he speak up against the invasion, but he actually filed an application on February 27th to leave the Communist Party because of his party's recognition of the independence of the Donetsk and Luhansk regions uh, that are part of Ukraine, but have sort of been semi-annexed in the war. He was still around in Russia because he did an interview on March 5th with Cybriel.org talking about how he thinks people deceived the leaders into voting for this invasion. But at some point between then and now, he apparently left Russia, hasn't been seen there since, and was just picked up at the U.S.-Mexico border trying to cross illegally, I guess. We don't have a lot of details. Newsweek has reached out to Border Patrol to see if we can get more information. But certainly it's an odd fit for a guy who until a few weeks ago was a devout communist to try to seek safe haven in the United States. But under the current circumstances where people who oppose Putin go to jail or worse, you can kind of understand the motivation. And of course, we'll see how this all plays out given that the United States has a fairly robust asylum policy. And now from the brilliant ways to solve problems that everybody knows we have and nobody has figured out a solution for yet file, What if I told you I'd like you to buy a food-grade fibrous scaffold and an organic adhesive? I I know, doesn't sound all that appetizing necessarily, but let me re-describe. Burrito Band-Aid. An adhesive strip about a half an inch wide and two inches long that you stick on the open flap of a burrito as you're wrapping it and tape it basically to the rest of the body of the burrito. If you're baking or frying it like a chimichanga, it'll hold up. If you're just wanting it to stay together while you get it over to your plate, it'll do that. Whether it's tacos, whether it's gyros, whatever the food item might be, this is going to hold the pieces together so they don't flop apart and create a mess. Genius, right? You know who made it? Engineering students. At the Whiting School of Engineering at Johns Hopkins University. Now, they came up with a slightly different name. Burrito Bandit is my name. Trademark. They're calling it Tasty Tape. Eh, okay. It's fully edible. They've checked it out. They've eaten a bunch of it. It comes in, I guess, varying colors, even transparent blue. I see pictures of them. They're not telling us exactly what's in it. Their secret formula is waiting on a patent, and I would assume they're going to get the patent and then immediately sell to some major food distributor, right? But basically what you do is they come in kind of like strips on a sheet, and then you peel one off, get a little bit of water on it, and then stick it on whatever needs sticking and proceed to cook, dip, dunk, or eat. Now, I know at the moment it's coming in, you know, Band-Aid-sized strips, but I have a very different picture of how this is going to work. I'm thinking of Scooby and Shaggy. 
and I'm thinking of the giant dagwoods that they eat, and I'm thinking of something along the lines of duct tape to hold it all together that you can just eat through and never think more about. Flavorings, colors, patterns, all kinds of possibilities here. But I will tell you, the skeptic in me is raising one question. Though in theory this makes perfect sense, the idea of bringing myself to deliberately bite through what looks like a piece of masking tape on the outside of a burrito, that first one's going to take some courage. And now to Wisconsin, where Donald Gorski has set a world record. Guinness Book of World Records says that Gorski has now consumed a total of 32,340 Big Macs in his lifetime, beating his own previous world record of 15,000 set in 1999. How is it possible for one man to have eaten so many? Oh, he eats them every single day for 50 years. Every single day for 50 years. He's missed eight days in that entire time, usually eating two. In fact, he's so diligent about record keeping that he actually keeps every receipt, every Big Mac container. He organizes them into boxes and pouches and labels them by year. He keeps a schedule on a calendar, according to Guinness. And he's only ever tried two other chains burgers. One time in 1984, he tried a Burger King Whopper and then also a Topper Double Burger, same year. Never tried anybody else and came right back home to McDonald's. The local McDonald's in Fond du Lac even congratulated him on 50 years of eating Big Macs. Of course, he had a lot of people over the years warning him that he'd be dead before reaching 50 years of eating Big Macs. And he says, I guess I proved them wrong. And just in case you're one of the few people in the known universe that don't know what's on a Big Mac... To all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. I guess you could say he's loving it. And finally, since we've already talked a little bit about burritos, and since we've already talked a little bit about fast food, it would be inappropriate of me to leave off the biggest, most significant news of the day. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is not a joke. This is not an exaggeration. This is the huge for real. Taco Bell has Mexican pizzas again. right for a long time they had taken it off their menu and people have been begging pleading please bring back the mexican pizza everything else you do is fantastic but this has got to return all i know is that when i look at a picture of it i can't stop thinking about it i am most definitely going to get some of this and i'm raising my kids right they're obviously going to get mexican pizzas too now the campaign to bring them back has been going ever since taco bell took them off the menu about two years ago and one of the issues had to do with Waste. Seven million pounds of paperboard waste annually, McDonald's said. Now, they've kind of redesigned the packaging, apparently, you know, so that there's actually less in the landfill. But I think between you and me, nobody cares about that. We just want the Mexican pizza back. Now, they've got follow-on promotional material here, like Dolly Parton and Doja Cat, in the same sentence, yes, are going to be in a musical that's going to satirize slash do a history of the campaign to bring the Mexican pizza back, which has got to be hilarious, you figure. And all I know is this is super exciting, but there is a part of me that wants to say, Dear Taco Bell, it's now time to fully resurrect the Cholito, only available in some places, the chili cheese burrito. And also, and I know this is a bit of a deep cut, but the beefy tostada. Trust me, 
No, seriously. Just trust me. Bring it back. We'll eat them. All of them. That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And please consider subscribing to the digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. Give me five stars before you go. Hey, I told you about Mexican pizza. Give me five stars. Come on. You know I deserve it. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.